say good morning to everybody. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. This is what happens when you get us together. Amen. Amen, amen. Um, without any further ado, hey, here you go, Keith McLeod. All right. How you doing, everybody? I trust everybody is um, glad to be alive. We're going to jump right into the subject that we're going to talk about today. Um, and I was putting this out to everybody that I know and for them to tag people who they know that are dealing with grief uh, and how we uh, deal with that, how we um, internalize that um, and needing support. Um, and a lot of times I realize that everybody has their process of grieving, um, uh, you know, losing a loved one, being a parent, child, a spouse or a relative. And, you know, kudos to everybody that is listening that has lost a loved one. And in some way, they're trying to deal with or cope with the loss. And so no matter uh, who you are, and you're trying to get through life, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, after the lost and so um, I thought it not robbery to have somebody uh, here uh, I'm gonna have to do some correction because this is dr. Uh, Gregory person and no the person that's with him is not his wife <laughs> so, hey man, be cracking uh, me on my show man <laughs> no there'll be people that, that are that are listening that know him miss Lucille already corrected me <laughs> Amen. they are wondering how come they didn't get an invitation uh, to the uh, to the nuptials. So I had to, oh, you God. know, let people be at ease to let you know that he is still single. He's still on the market. Uh, but no, um, how we deal with this uh, is becoming um, uh, huge, uh, especially within our church, and it's beyond uh, a Christian thing. It's just a life thing. And so uh, I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Dr. Gregory Person, who is going to uh, deal with the question that is on everybody's mind. Tell me, what am I supposed to do after I've experienced a loss? Uh, I'm in a grieving stage. It doesn't matter who it is. Uh, like I said, it's a parent, a child, a spouse, uh, a relative, somebody close to the family and in church. Uh, if you know anything about church, you've been in there any amount of time. Many times we try to over spiritualize grief. You know, the Lord is taking me through. Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. That has nothing to do with how you feel. And what am I supposed to do? So I'm going to turn it over to uh, Dr. Gregory Person, who is going to uh, give us some tips. Uh, he has a, a business um, paraclete, paraclete, paracletus, paraclesis. How do you, how do you say? It, it, personal touch support. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and you can reach out to him um, after this uh, session is over um, uh, to to further get support uh, and resources in dealing with bereavement, dealing with grief. It doesn't matter how long it's been or who it's been. Um, that there is support out there for you. So. Uh, Dr. Person, tell us, what are we supposed to do uh, after experiencing a loss? Give us some tips. Well, uh, thank you for having me this morning. Um, one thing that we should do after losing someone that you are close to, there is really nothing anyone can say 
or offer that will bring you peace. But the, uh, uh, the best gift you can really give is to be there with someone in the process. Um, and I encourage people that don't, that don't be concerned about what you will do or what you're going to go, what you're going to do, um, because it's time to cope, understand, and process later. The first thing to do is to take care of yourself. Mm. Yeah. First thing to do is to take care of yourself. And, um, and, and sometimes that means rest when you feel like resting, eating when you feel, you still need to take care of yourself. At the time of immediate funeral, there is so much to be done. Sometimes you cannot even process the death or dealing with the death until after the funeral or after memorial. Right. You know, when everybody has went home and now you back in the house that they once lived in and you have a closet full of their clothes. Mm -hmm. You have a bedroom full of their linen. All of this have to be dealt with. And when you deal with it, it brings emotional response. Yeah, right. So my thing is to be not try to rush people through, but just be there with them in whatever moment and ever, whatever they feel. And you don't always have to say anything. You know, sometimes we feel that we have to say something. Hmm. Hopefully it's right. the right thing. Or uh, we were talking off air about uh, even touch. Hmm. You know, there's some people that don't want to be touched. They don't hmm. want to be hugged. Uh, right. Don't don't rub my back. You don't hold my hand. They don't want to be told it, what to do and things yeah. like that. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So so that coping, um, and you talk about taking care of yourself. There there's there are a lot of people who are listening now that don't even know how to do that. Right. So they they find themselves being busy, so that I don't have to deal with how I feel. And I have asked people like oh how you dealing with this particular thing oh i'm doing good i'm just staying busy staying busy is not taking care of yourself you're doing activity but you are not taking care of yourself and then when somebody those that support paraclesis means to be with someone so whatever they in whatever position um uh they need to be taken care of and you have to treat people as though they are in intensive care they just deep. went through a major trauma, and yeah. their right. whole world is turned upside down. Right. No matter what's on their face, no matter what they say out of their mouth, right. the world is still never and the yes, same. And yes, I'm a believer, you know, that they may be in a better place, but I am not in a better place. Mm. They are at rest, but I am not resting. Mm. They are suffering no more, and I'm suffering because the person is not here. Yeah. Thanksgiving is coming up. What am I going to do with that? Yeah. So my my focus, my in the um, personal touch support services is to support the people that are here. Oh, I know your loved one in a better place. I understand, but you are not in a better place. Right, right. So you offer that that support system that is so missing in many of our communities uh, that they do have uh, someone who. Uh, uh, has a a uh, a lot of experience in in this. Yes, uh, um, you offer it to your church, but it's not limited to church. Exactly, people. exactly. It's just people. Period. Yes. See, my uh, um, one of our um, one of my supervisors at the hospital used to tell us, and I will take this to my grave, that everyone that's cre created by God deserves to be loved and supported. 
if we just stay with loving people and supporting them, right. we can carry, we can go far yeah. beyond our borders and our immediate surroundings. Right. Hey, I, honestly, you touch on a very good, like, when you said about supporting how people process things, because a lot of times people go through their own way of dealing with things. And a lot of times it's after the funeral that you see the major changes in how they react. And a lot of times we may react to how they're acting and sometimes that can wear a burden on us. But a lot of times it's because everybody's going through their own personal process. Sometimes you have to lean back, but a lot of times you have to understand they're going through this and they're this way because maybe they didn't deal with it a different way, they deal with a different way. So you need the support or someone who knows how to support to be able to talk that person down, talk them in, or just be able to actually listen to them while they're going through, yes. give them that ear. Yes. And sometimes when they finally got finished venting and they said all they to say, and you can speak a little word of peace and you can speak a little love into them and just let them know, listen, we're all here together. It, because like I said all, off air, we're going through a death in our family, a major death in our family right now. And it's really on how many of us and a lot of me and my first cousins, we banded together to keep things going. We're not hiding it. We share, even my children share their missing of their Nana. But the thing is, how we're dealing with it is, Keeping things glued together. If you need to talk, if you need this, hey, check on our parents. Make sure they're doing okay right now. You know, just call up, hey, how's everything going? Now, be honest. I know you're having a hard time. Do you need me to do anything? I'll just come by just to come by to sit with you. And sometimes just to sit with someone, not move a person. A lot of times I find in our community, we don't give permission to people right. to grieve. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. shouldn't feel that way. You being selfish. No, I am not being selfish. And it's okay for me to feel this way. Right. So and, that's and not being it? necessarily supportive because now you're trying to pull me away from yeah. how I feel. Right, right. And God created all emotions. Right. So there will be laughter, but we find people willing come to you when it's laughter when they're tears a lot of times people will pull away right or, or anger or or yes. anger. whatever the the level of emotion is uh that that you may be feeling and to have that support not just be within the window of the funeral right. but for the rest of their life yes. especially if you have some level of love or concern for that individual right. um you're and you find out a, a lot of times when people are experiencing a loss a lot of the phone calls stop, a lot of the visits stop, a lot of the caring stops. And so you're, you're left feeling, whether it's actual or whether it's figurative, you're alone. You feel alone. You are alone. Right. Um, you feel how you feel. Um, and you feel that you may not can reach out to anyone. And so that's what De uh, Dr. Uh, Persons offers, uh, that support system where there is somebody. That you can reach out to, and it and it's not a loved one. Sometimes you you may even feel uh, better to reach out to somebody that is not directly connected. Yes, and a lot to of the times family. that's helpful yeah. because yeah. we have no. Now emotions. I can really be honest. Exactly, I can put all my cards on the table and really tell how I tell, tell you how I feel. How I feel. Yes, yeah. and it, because what happened in our um, group, the uh, support services. We are in a non-judgmental place. Right, right. Because sometimes when you're dealing with death, it brings out a lot of family dynamics. Yeah. So you that took, we're not dealt with. Exactly. Yes. Unaddressed. Unaddressed. We did not acknowledge. Yeah. 
So, therefore, we feel like we don't say anything, it's going away. But then at the time of death, you'll find it did not go away. It was internal. It was and now it's coming to surface, yeah. that piece of cake that you took from me. <laughs> you know, from my grandmother, what she made for me. You took it, and you think it's over. Right. It's and then over. you find out, wait a minute, yeah, but I remember. And now you're going back 30 years. Yeah, yeah. I was so 12 then, when that happened, yeah. but now I'm 60. Right. So, it's some, you know, so we can't chalk it off or scratch it off oh well and it's good that you do it sometimes it is good when you do it with somebody who you don't know because when you have people that you do know around then your action of whatever you're putting out there guess what's going to happen it's going to be a rebuttal and it's going to be a response to defense yes and before you know you got three people up there yelling and arguing at each other you look like wait you have one situation now you got (laughs) ten yes yeah this is a council session not that kind but they don't understand that because right now everybody has to let out their emotions and how they feel so when it's a one-on-one this person is allowed to say whatever they want and feel however they want and then you know opens up their eyes and be like okay you know you're entitled to feel exactly how you're feeling and now and I understand yes now. and even with those that celebrate holidays right. now this um oh, yeah, it's so tough. you can call that number yeah. uh it's 610-803-6630 <laughs> or either 215-477-4412 which is open door mission church um because i have support group sessions right um that because of holiday time it's gonna be the toughest you know you had your family here thanksgiving last year a family member and they're not here this year so you don't go on like nothing has happened yeah something happened and we should address it right and 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 i think that's the one thing i did share with amongst my cousins i was just like listen the toughest thing gonna be for our for you know my mom and my aunts and my uncles you know their parents is going to be these next two holidays coming up mm. because they don't have her here anymore and she was one of the glues to everything and because she's not there it's imperative that you that you guys show up now I don't do it so my thing is if I come up the next day but I'll call but it, it's imperative those who show up who celebrate show up show up and make sure that you know you participate help out you know because that's gonna they're gonna be crying and, and the best thing i've known within my family is what i do is i'm just gonna i'm me you know i'm me wherever i go right so i like to laugh and joke i'm gonna share some stories and i'm gonna crack jokes about my nana all day why because sometimes we forget the good stuff and the silly stuff that went on and that helps lift up the spirits a little bit and start bringing up to not to mask your feelings but so then you have another piece of memory that you can recollect and go, you know, I forgot all about that. And what I suggest uh, when we do our group sessions that um, sometime because it's a holiday and if that loved one was a person that stayed right. in the kitchen, make something that they used to make. Mm. I make a six layer chocolate cake and I call it Grandma Bessie's cake. Does it right. taste like Grandma Bessie's cake? Uh, yes. Oh, see, you good, because everybody can't do that. You oh, want to get Six layer, you know. Good. Somebody could be trying to make Grandma Greens. They could yes. be looking like, no, you going to start a fight. <laughs> so what happened, so now my family members, well, so this is something we did not forget right. her. Right. So you've and, created a, I don't want to say a tradition, um, right, surrounding some, that, right. that loved yes. one. That's, that's a good thing. You know, so you have Thanksgiving, you know, and it may not, and it will not. Be the happiest time is this. You had them all your life, yeah. and now they are not there. There will be right. a, a 
empty chair, whether it's one in the room or not, there will be an empty chair there. Right, right. You know, know, in the room. And I know it's it's difficult talking about, uh, you know, coping, depending on who you who you are and how you internalize that grief. Right. So so let's say you you are a leader, be it in your community, be it in your church or even in your family, and you feel that you have to act a certain way or or portray a certain way. So and I've heard people say this, I got to be strong for the family yeah. or I have to be strong for the kids or for whoever you feel that you have to be strong for well, see, I always, but who's being strong for you well see I ask what is your definition of being strong yeah that's a keyword. Right is there. that being non-emotional Non-e- for many of them or is it being a rock you know like here for you it depends, you know, because yeah. some people being strong is, oh, well, they didn't shed a tear. They had no emotion. Oh, yeah. So they being, they strong. Yeah, yeah. And that's not necessarily they accurate. Apart. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. everybody don't fall apart at the funeral. Sometimes it can be two, yeah. three years later. Yes. See, that first year you feel like, oh, they're going, all right, I got it this year. Mm-hmm. Next year come. You feel like, oh, we well, we did this last year, so right. we, and that third year coming, you like, oh my God, it's you turn just into so the Evans, right? You know everything. <laughs> you know it's what happened, and it comes on you uh, unexpected. Yes, it right. does. It comes on you. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter, you know, what you're doing at the time you. that it it hits you. Yeah, you know, and um, I just want everybody to know out there that that you have a support system. Reach out to Dr. Gregory Persons. He person he is here for you to give you that level of support that you need. Amen. Uh, we're gonna take a break right now. Um, if you want to call in, uh, we are taking calls at two one five six zero nine four three zero one two one five six zero nine four three zero one. You listen to the show we call Praise Hallelujah. We will be right back. Yeah. I see so much pain From the choices that we have made So much we would change Can't help but wonder if it's too late There's a truth that just might save us Love is language Stronger than hate Love is forgiveness It doesn't run away Love needs no weapon It is its own defense In the end Love will always win Yeah, 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 yeah I see so much war We're fighting for And it tore us apart Yeah But the battles within our hearts There's a truth that just might save us Love is a language stronger than hate Love is forgiveness It doesn't run away Love needs no weapon It is its own defense 
Man Travis Green, you listen to Praise Hallelujah on 92.9 FM, WGTTLP, Philadelphia, GTownRadio.com. Look at Radio on Fishtown, Philly, Awesome Guy Radio in Baltimore, Soul Pasta Radio in Dallas, Texas, and on UGN Jams over in London. We're back with uh, Dr. Persons, correct? I got that. I got it right this time, right? I, <laughs> you got, yeah, yeah, I got it right this time. Okay, <laughs> good, good. Um, and uh, he's talking with us about dealing with grief. Uh, and and then we we were uh, talking off air, which we'll uh, mm-hmm. dive right into is how does grief uh, affect existing relationships? Um, uh, grief can uh, affect a marriage. Yeah, uh, can affect yes, can. Uh, you know sibling relationships. Uh, and a lot of times when we don't deal with it properly or have the level of support that uh, Doctor Person is is offering. Um, those relationships uh, uh, break up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 go to a whole another level of disrepair, mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, marriages end um, because of how one uh, internalizes or deals with a grief or of a lo- of a loved one. Uh, you know, sibling relationships are never the same. Uh, you know, uh, even you know, uh, there are some people who get mad at the pastor because of how the pastor uh, responded or dealt with their loved so one and so their true. situation. So true. Um, I'm leaving this church because I don't like the how you made me feel. Um, and they take that baggage along to another relationship. They may get into another marriage, you know, and never have dealt with the grief that what they were feeling in the first marriage. So now the second husband or the wife is have to deal with the situations that was never dealt with in the first marriage or the first church that you dealt with. And so, uh, Dr. Person, I want you to, to speak to that. Um, how are we... Tell us the right questions. Well, number one, no two people, no two people grieve the same. True. Right. Male, female, you can have three children. I have a brother and a sister. Yes. Same parents. All three of us respond differently in all areas. Right. Not just grief, but all areas. So you have to support the individual. Mm -hmm. If we go back to the love and support and not be judgmental, oh, well, you should do it this way. Or if I was you, well, I tell people when you open up that way, you can just stop it. Because you're not me. So when you say, if I was you, you might as well stop. You're not me, so you can stop 
the rest of your statement. <laughs> you know, uh, what's funny is um, I'm listening to this. Uh, my um, so, several years back, my dad passed, and after my dad passed, it's really it's really odd how this started to happen to me. I would I would be anxiety setting, and I didn't even know what anxiety really was. I mean, you know, and I would be in a room with people, and it felt like all the air was sucked out of it. Mm. And I would have to get up and walk. It was a time it was a, a your, when your play came in here one time, mm. uh, Keith. Yeah. All you guys came in. Y'all was all lined up here. Right. And I was like, we got to go to break. I don't know if you even remember. <laughs> I got up. I walked out because it was affecting me in a way. I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? I felt like an anxiety hits you in different ways. It does. Right. It, 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 it made my, my sometimes it made my knees buckle. Sometimes it felt like I was having palpitations so fast. Yes. I was like, what yes. in the world's going on? I'm like, I'm Did you I'm know thinking. it was because of that? No, I didn't. Wow. I'm going to tell you how I found out. So um, what I did was I said, I got to go get this checked out. I didn't know what was going on with me. Right. And uh, ladies just started um, start to talk. The neurologist started to talk. I said, is there something wrong with my head? I said, I just feel like I said, I'm panicking. And I feel like I'm going to, I'm around a lot of people. I feel like I'm going to just like buckle. Mm. And she was like, "No, you have anxiety." And I, and then when I looked, I was like, "Oh my God!" After, after Dad passed, I was like, "Man, that's when that thing set in." Because I, because I tracked, I, I tracked it back because it never, nothing like never, never happened. happened. Yes. right. Yeah. I talked to people. I'm always in somebody's face. Hey, how you doing? Bye, 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 bye. And then all of a sudden, it was like boom. Yeah, that was like, and I didn't know what was going on. And so, you know, that's part of what you know what happened with me. I, I would say to people out here who's listening, like sometimes you're just having. And you're having anxiety about what's going on, and you're not because you're not dealing with it. It's not processing exactly. somehow. Yeah. And I had to do all the breathing and all these techniques. And let my me doctors tell you, gave and, me. And you can again, it can you can process later. Yeah. Like it happened, but then it did not get to you. Yeah. Until years later. Yeah. So we again, you have to allow and acknowledge. And then I have a. I don't want to go there, but I do have a big concern when I hear people say celebration of life mm. and you only bring that up when I'm dead wow oh yeah oh I, I know we don't have time but I'm I saying know. I, 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 I carry that with me and I don't say anything because if I'm at a funeral I'm there to do a specific job the eulogy right. or the music but this celebration of life is so popular. Yeah. And you only and say then, it in death. So what do you do when I live then? Yeah. Are you celebrating, celebrating my death? Yeah, mm. <laughs> I'm just asking. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. You know, I, I, so I, I struggle with that term, celebration of life, and then we want comfort wanna... word. I think honestly, we've gotten to like we talked about earlier. Funerals have become shows, and the thing is, it's a word of comfort. It's like, well, you know what? Let's not look at it as death, because and this is and it all depends on someone's belief. So, yes. if you're a Christian, your belief that this person is going on to heaven, you're not celebrating their death. You're celebrating their afterlife, you know. So you're saying, well, they moved on, so now it's a celebration of life. Me myself, it's a death. They moved on to paradise, their comfort. But a lot of times, people, and you're right, when people hear that celebration of life, that person that is struggling, they don't want to hear celebration of life. They sitting there boohooing and crying, and it's and they know that person over. is gone. Yeah, they like what? They're life? not alive. Like you wasn't around when they were here. You didn't celebrate their life when they were living. So how are you telling this celebration of life now? No, this is this is a process of death. Allow me to grieve and not to mask it. Mm-hmm. And, and there's something. no timetable no, there uh, on it. No, and sometimes not. either other people 
or ourselves, we put a timetable on it. We think that I should be over this by X time. Right. You should be over this by this time. It's been five years since mama's died or my brother's been gone. Um, Everything should be back to the way it was and it will never. And guess what? We all have a story. I have my administrative assistant. My administrative assistant. Not to be confused. With any other title. Yes, I've been married over thirty years. Oh, so I need to make sure about it's clear. So, what, yes, yes. <laughs> wife listen now. Says, "Excuse yes. me, what? Oh, I think she's calling now." Uh, and and now and now, here come one example. Lucille Booker is here with us, and I'm going to put it out. I didn't ask, but she has had a twin sister. So even they're identical. So even though it could have happened years ago, can you imagine? Yes. You want to share that when that I when I when I look at the casket, I'm looking at myself. When I comb my hair in the morning, I'm looking at my twin. Yeah. You know, it's all about process. Oof. And according to her, like like I said, we have so many stories. Yeah. That um, that's what we do. We offer support. Okay. Personal mm-hmm. touch support services and a lot of times they cannot happen in a one session yeah so after this session is over i i really strongly encourage you those of you that are listening both now and those that are uh, going to be listening to it later reach out to uh dr gregory persons he is on facebook um uh gregory person uh and you can uh um like him, friend request him. Uh, a lot of people don't want to put their business out uh, on Facebook, so they'll inbox, you know, Absolutely. either a question or you know, you can contact uh, him that way. That you want to be confidential, um, and just know that that support is out there. It is available to you. I highly encourage, whether you are a Christian or a person of faith or not, um, that there is a support system out there. Uh, like he said, everybody processes things differently. differently. Yes. Their timetables are different. Um, uh, there is no timetable, really. Uh, can, you can know, we touch on one thing too with this process of? I think one thing that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is something that's eliminated out of this process of grieving. Yeah, and that's something that we don't do for ourselves, nor do we do for one another. We forget. To learn how to forgive And it's like all of that goes out the window And we still hold on to things And we hold on to things that We be, we hold grudges And we forget to forgive ourselves For what me, we may have done to the deceased We forget to forgive What others may have done to us During the process And we also forget to forgive Just on the fact of let's move on You know let this person process how they're processing I'm going to forgive them for everything That they do simply because I know this is How they're processing this They're not. They may not be doing this maliciously They may just be things that's coming up and coming out Okay you know what I still love you Yeah. And, and, and I may not be there For you like you may want me to And there's some things I may have to stop doing But understand I still love you and I forgive you And we can we will get past this In due time but that process, this grieving process, you're going to go through that just like I'm going to go through it. And at the end of the day, we have to learn how to forgive one another. Yes. And sometimes that forgiving uh, can be a process. 
Christmas. It is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Depending on the situation. Yeah, and the person. You know, yeah. and who, uh, as, <laughs> as yes. the person said, who are me to judge? <laughs> uh, I, I can't tell you because I am not you. Right. Um, right. It right. didn't happen right. to me. Unforgiveness is demanding a payment now for a, a past act. Yeah. Um, and you, sometimes you don't even know what that payment should be. Uh, uh, you know, well, I think that they should, you know, apologize. Okay, well, that person apologized. Well, that apology is not good enough. I, w- I want another payment. It's almost like you're being an extortionist now. Uh, you're blackmailing. But realizing that it's really not about that individual or about that situation, but it's really about you. Right. About you being free, about you being at peace, about you being happy, about you releasing. Uh, whatever grudge or whatever you were holding on, knowing that you were not built for that, um, and you're you're and and that's uh, again I said that is a process. Oh yeah, you right. know, uh, and I'm sure Doctor Persons deals with that uh, in his support group uh, because there are a lot of people that are holding on to things, and I can never say what I wanted to say uh, to my father, uh, to my brother, to my whoever it is, yes. uh, and they feel guilt. True. Uh, they feel anger. Um, they feel like they're they're stuck with this situation, knowing that that individual will never come back into their life. Right. Uh, they will never be alive. They will never hear their voice again. And so that brings on a whole nother layer. Oh, absolutely. Uh, of layer. needed yes. support. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. to get through that. And and I'm going to say this: many times, church and church people is not. The setting to deal with that no, it's right. not. No. because we become so ultra spiritual that um, we don't we feel that we have to cover up uh, Isaac mentioned it a little while ago that it, it becomes this uh, uh, what do you say it's entertainment entertainment like now I'm, I'm I gotta put this mask on you know uh, churches become that way so I can't say what I really want to say because you see me as elder or you see me as the praise and worship leader or you see me however you see me and if i really would tell you how i really feel you'd be like oh my goodness i can't believe that elder (laughs) the devil did did not say all of the churchy words that i thought he was going to say so he provides that environment for you to be able to uh, be vulnerable Yes. Uh, yes. And 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 go through safe place. Safe place. I, I like that. So I, I want you to reach out to him. Know that he's here. Uh, people that you know of, tag them. Tell them that Dr. Gregory Person uh, has uh, bereavement support, grief support, personal touch. Um, uh, so he's on Facebook. I don't know. Are you on Instagram? I just. Got on this week. Uh, okay, you better get a snap. Don't too. reach out to him on Instagram because <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, Facebook is probably the best. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook or a telephone call. Yes. Okay. He 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 still does use the old fashioned uh, telephone. Uh, you got a rotary. We thank everyone for uh, for being here this week. We really uh, appreciate everyone coming in and, and always always remember never forget that Jesus Christ is here. <laughs> for you because we don't want to carry the spirit of grief with us amen we want god to actually leave our hearts because right. he's the only one who he's our maker he's our creator therefore he know how to how to deal with us do not turn your back on god uh but run to him run to him and uh 
with all your questions, all your concerns. Amen. Amen. But know that you also have support here. God has people on earth to help you as well. I'm Brother D. By Keith McLeod. Yes, Jack, a.k.a. Ike. Captain Gregory Person. Amen. Uh, we, we thank you guys for being here. Today we'll be back with us next week. I'm Brother D, and uh, we'll have on um, Relationship Talk next week. Much Uh-oh. love. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to leave it alone. On the fire. Oh, always, man. Always. These people. It's crazy. See you guys next week. Campion. I do it for the culture, I take you global I've been moreno, papi loco, since ocho ocho I like dance on the low, low, it's in my torso I got fire like some culture, so get in my ojos Okay, okay